Hey, hey, hey! How's everybody doing? Uh, this is Gianna. This is Mark. And welcome back to the podcast. Last week we talked to you about crucial conversations. I know that I had a couple throughout the week, uh, so it was nice to sort of recap what to do in my mind before I played that out in real life. I'm gonna, I got a confession to make, though. I did shy away from one crucial conversation, so that's just going to... Fester in me, for better or worse, but it's something that I'm gonna I'm gonna get out. I know it's in my head, and I'm not gonna let it go for too long, and I'm, it's not gonna all like come flowing out. So I hope you guys are able to practice your conversations too. Yeah. Um. Basically, now we're gonna need you to exit to the right, Mark. Essentially, uh. couldn't do that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's but, tough. No, I mean, if you've had several, sometimes that can be draining, I would imagine, if you have to have crucial conversations in a short amount of time, that, yeah, that could be draining on trying to continue to can push forward and have those conversations. You know, even though when I'm not always, and we'll get to your regularly scheduled program here in a moment, uh, but even when I'm not having the crucial conversations, I am sort of still thinking about other ways to communicate effectively, whether that's through good eye contact or posture and stuff like that. So today we're going to be talking about money magic. And as we're going through some of that stuff, those that conversation piece, uh, how to find your why, um, and some of the other work that we did, especially in episodes one and two, are going to come back today, and we're going to bring it all full circle at the end. Yeah, um, Mark actually shared the, a few uh, pages from what he's been reading in Money Magic with me, and the thing that resonated with me was the whole idea of you have to change your pattern, that you can't just have thoughts about change but there has to be action behind it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, we're going to go over some of that good brain stuff. Yeah. Well, there's some sciencey things in our discussion today. Uh, I think, though, that, this is, that m- m- money is important to me because, you know, as a small business owner, you know, getting your next paycheck or, or making sales or not seeming needy when you're telling somebody about your product or getting them to try a free sample or you know thinking about how to scale your business from a thousand dollars to a hundred thousand dollars or whatever your ambitions may be it it all comes back to money and those sciencey things in your brain um that prohibit you from like getting to the next level or maybe are already innately in you that are helping you now yeah that sparks something in me because when Thinking about how I view money and just coming from a background where money was not a surplus in our life. Uh, It was always something you had to think about when you're wanting to go get an extra snack or go to the movies or do you really need to buy that new t-shirt? Can you do without? Um, When I started thinking about what what kind of service I want to provide, I... I wanted to do everything for free. I I kept being like, you know, there's people out there where they may not have the extra uh, cash on them to be able to support them in joining a program that I'm trying to build, or I don't want to put that kind of burden on them. But going through uh, the pen program that I did, something they emphasize is you always have to have a pen customer. And 
honestly, I never thought about your customer doesn't always actually have to be the person that you're serving. It doesn't always have to be your end user. You can get creative where the money comes from. And I also realized a lot of that came from me coming from a background without a lot of means. And in order to be sustainable and to continue to provide uh, valuable services to others, you do have to think about where does money come in because that's a lot of times where you have to be sustainable. I love that we kind of come from completely opposite ends of the spectrum yeah. because... I, I wasn't allowed to work when I was in, you know, high school um, or in college. And it kind of gave me, and and then at Christmas time, you know, in the holidays, you know, my parents, like, would get a new piece of jewelry or something. Or I would get, like, things that I asked for. And you might think that's, like, really nice. Like, you get whatever you want. But it really kind of inhibited how I can earn money and learn and financial management and so I have all these beliefs in my head that have like become automatic as you like as we work through the book and they're prohibiting me from like making as much as I feel like I could make or should make and it also means that you know sometimes I just like want to give away things just to make people like like me and so even though we're coming back coming at it from a different perspective i think that it's really something it's important work for for anyone mm -hmm. yeah most definitely because it's interesting that you said in the end you wanted to give away things and i still came to the end conclusion of i wanted to give away things mm -hmm. um but again you said we came at it from two different perspectives uh and two different backgrounds but ended up in the same spot crazy <laughs> we have a long way to go we're thankful for our viewers today for uh taking part in this journey with us yeah i i think what we'll do is um so we're gonna be working out of a, a book today it's called money magic uh clearing your path to money time and happiness michelle by michelle masters um so some of some of the talk today we will be we will be kind of reading from the book and maybe ad libbing a little bit. Um, we're gonna do an exercise at the end as well, where you're gonna need five sheets of paper and you're gonna walk through an exercise with us. Um, it's something that I did that I felt was really liberating, especially as I'm starting this new business, um, and can sometimes feel like I have the weight of the world at my shoulders and want to accomplish everything at once. Uh, so that basically. Um, jumping into it, the book starts off by talking um, about um, change patterns. The crux of the book are change patterns. And uh, basically, the book goes on to explain that you're like kind of rewriting and rewiring some of your brain chemistry. Um, and the change patterns, the actions, the thing that we're gonna do at the end here is to help rewrite that. And I know that might sound like it's it's hocus pocus magic, or it's you know uh, like some yogi zen sort of thing. And um, maybe maybe it's just like the way I read it. Um, but I I kind of really enjoy the book and some of the the things in here and sort of going like deep within me to find those answers um, I've found really helpful well I also think of it this way it takes 
when you want to develop a new habit of something, that also means you have to rewire some of your thinking and beliefs about things. And that's not... Most times people can jive with that. They can be like, yeah, I want to develop a new habit. Whether it's we're coming up on the new year, there's going to be hundreds of people in the gym. And probably by February, end of February, that will reduce back down to the regular amount of people that go. Um, But everyone starts with these intentions of, I want to make a change in my life. And that starts with making a change about how you think about things or beliefs that you have about things. So if you're like, oh, yogis and like, I don't know if I'm into that come at it from a different perspective of saying, you know, you might be building new habits or just a new uh, belief. The book touches on a piece of that. You know, somebody is going to say, well, I can just sort of will it into existence. And the book is on a sort of sort of debunk that, that while you have that at your best intentions, you're not, uh, what's going to happen is you're going to force your way into something only to have a negative consequence someplace else, right? So if you're like, so for me, uh, making money might be coming from like selling my possessions or working on Pop Riot or the web app or from the the store, right? And if I just started going willy-nilly and selling my possessions and I have more money, I'm probably just going to end up spending that on dumb stuff or my car is going to break. Like that's the energy of the world that I'm bringing in by by going and just like forcing my way into something so it kind of sounds like to me going back to one of our first episodes of thinking about what is your reasoning for making this change what is your why for going into this endeavor is that what you're getting at yeah that's certainly part of it for sure another part of it is that a lot of the things that hold us back from you know achieving our goals or having financial prosperity they're subconscious and so to access that part of your mind it takes something other than just willpower you have to actually go in and get to the crux of the issue and sometimes you might have to do one of these change patterns multiple times um, because it's stuck or because each time you do it you think of something different like I'm going through some of these um, these change patterns in the book and I'll work through something and then a few days will go by and I'll think of something else and I'm sort of like unlocking. It's weird. I, I know this probably sounds crazy, but I feel like I'm actually like unlocking parts of my brain that I've sort of suppressed. That actually makes a lot of sense because I feel oftentimes what we do in order to protect ourselves, we put up these defense mechanisms or we have these walls up in order to help us move forward so you may not always be at the root as to why like say you're super frugal not just saying like I'm super frugal because you know I'm saving up for a car I'm saving up for this or that but also what are some of the other underlying things that maybe you didn't quite pay attention to that happened throughout your life that put you on that path um something that something that I can say that's not necessarily a direct line but similar to it was when I was younger my mom 
dresses so well and usually she was ahead of the curve uh on things <laughs> thank I did, you I, I remember that we were recording live on air today so i made sure to, to wear the appropriate attire right like yeah, you're looking yeah, yeah. super dapper oh thanks <laughs> trying to keep up with you <laughs> um and so the one day she put me in like these cigarette pants that were cropped she was like oh this reminds me of audrey hepburn look like are those Back thick in the pants? day, what are cigarette pants? Cigarette pants. It's just a, sh- like, it's just like a, a straight sh- pant. Okay. Not too skinny, not too wide. I got the picture. Got it. Okay. Or just think of Audrey Hepburn and what she used to wear all the time. Like that's got the it. look. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she had me in those pants. I went to school. Someone made fun of me and said, "Oh, why are you wearing high waters?" And I came home really really sad and upset that someone was making fun of me and from then on my mom just had like this innate thing of I don't want her to ever feel bad or feel outcasted because of the clothes she's wearing and so she just had then a real attention to detail when it came to our fashion and like spending money on fashion and taking care of that um and I think that honestly has manifested into why I care so much about fashion and if I really I honestly didn't remember that at all as an adult that was a story my mom had to tell me Mm -hmm. and I think if she never would have told me that maybe I wouldn't understand why like fashion is such like a fascination of mine um and that could be carried on to other things like maybe when you were younger there wasn't a ton of food in the house or something like that and so you know your parents or whoever was your caretaker really was mindful about how they spent money and you know you always got off-brand things and stuff like that and then as you took over some of those responsibilities on your own maybe that manifested into how you spend your money or how you save your money Uh, so I think going back to what you were saying about as you start to discover more things about yourself and you really start to do deep dives, it almost feels like you're unlocking these things that have been stored away or suppressed in your brain. Uh, I think that actually is very beneficial to kind of go back and reflect on those things. That that relates really well to all of, all of what's like going on here because what you said you know, somebody teaches you one thing and then you start associating with that. And so if you go into a room and your parents are in there and they're yelling, you're going to associate their yelling with you being in the room, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just going to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. And now all of a sudden you're 26 and even though you love your parents, there's still that piece of you from when you were younger when this happened that's locked within you. And you build assumptions based off of that. So all of your assumptions from that young age until however old you are now are based upon that like one small thing from a young age. So in order to disassociate those things, you have to travel in your mind all the way back to that point and rediscover and change that pattern if you need to. Yeah. One of the sciencey things in here. So I will say before we get too far, I I am in no way related to this book. I am not paid for this. Neither of us are. Coach no. Aaron gave this to me as part of our our practice and work on money, and I'm sharing it with you because a lot of the stuff we talk about on the podcast is stuff that we're currently working through, mm-hmm. and. 
it's so I'm by no means an expert in this. If anything, I'm very far from it. Um, but I found it very worthwhile and it's interesting to me and I hope you really find it interesting too. I will say that it is kind of important to go over some of the sciencey things that are in here. Um, they talk about neuro-linguistic programming is the term, term NLP. And without going too far into it, you have different parts of your brain. So there's the cerebral cortex, which is that wrinkly stuff on your brain that everybody uh, automatically associates with the brain that uh, relates to abstract thought, creativity, meaning, and time. And uh, only humans are a creature, we're the only creatures that seem to experience lin linear time was something that I kind of thought was interesting from that. Uh, the cerebral cortex doesn't necessarily develop until you're 20 to 25 for women, or 25 to some time thereafter for men. Mm. We t yeah, I know. That explains a lot. There's actually a joke in here about that. Uh, <laughs> but we'll skip about why. Uh, we'll skip that for now. Um, men, basically, long story short, it takes uh, men till they're 25 or older to really start to compute consequences. Um, so that's just sort of something to keep in mind about your brain. Uh, there's the limbic system. Uh, which deals with uh, emotion. Comes, uh, this comes online sometimes between uh, gestation and, and birth. And then there's a part of the brain that they only describe as the reptile brain. I assume that's not the uh, scientific name of it, um, but it's fully functional in utero. So even before you're born, and it is shared with every creature on the planet. Look, I'm reading this from the book. If you want to go fact check the book, I completely understand, but I'm buying this. I mean, I like it. I think this is really interesting. The limbic part of the, the, limbic part of the brain has to do with um, the quantity of life. Um, so basically, it's just in charge of keeping you alive, um, a.k.a. the four F's, that is fight, flight, feeding, and reproduction. I'm, yeah. I'm missing the F. Yeah. Think about it. Stew on that. Oh, got it. Got it. <laughs> um, and then the... Um, so... What keeps you stuck or struggling with money is mostly held in this sort of reptile part of the brain because remember it's online while you're still in utero. And the book talks about an example where you're here and there's that correlation, something's tense or scary, and you think it's it must be you. And then um you start to think that you're a cause of stress and that leads to unhappiness. And down the road, these learnings become automated, like we were talking about it, because uh, like we were talking about, and your brain automates these things, because if it didn't, then every morning when you woke up, you'd have to relearn a whole bunch of stuff, right? So this stuff keeps getting piled, piled upon. So to actually change, here's the key, to actually change the automated learnings, you have to access the parts of your brain that were developing when the original learning associations occurred. That's, that's what I believe. I get it because I've been reading through this book. I buy into it. If you don't buy into it, maybe still give it a chance. Wait, I want you to say that one more time. What is the key to change? So to actually change those automated learnings, the things that are stuck in the reptile brain that start from a very early age, to actually change them, you have to access the parts of the brain that were developing when the original learning or associations occurred. Got it. 
And to give that as an example, a lot of times in the book, and I haven't worked through all the exercises, but a lot of the times uh, you're, you're imagining or associating things together and from your past. So for when I did one, um, it was about uh, money and, and Christmas and jewelry. And it, it's just like, you know, she takes you through these, she has you read different words and answer sentences and then those things like just kind of like popped into my head for somebody else it might be way deeper it might be something related to like uh, a story they were told about their ancestors yeah I see what you're saying right yeah and so you're gonna kind of close your eyes and imagine those things wait am I doing this now you there there's definitely a part that I'd like you to do now okay um it you're gonna I'm gonna ask some questions okay if you're in the audience now, um, I it'd be helpful if you had a notepad. Uh, it would be most helpful if you want to do the complete exercise to have five sheets of paper. Uh, if you're listening after we already broadcast this, uh, make sure you're not driving your car or doing something super important like cooking while you do one of these exercises. Um, but first, I'll ask you a series of questions. Gianna's going to do this one. This is the first one I did. I'm not sure that it's the first one in the book, but I thought it was really kind of crucial. Um, and I'll ask you some questions, and then those questions will lead into the change patterns. Okay. And then if you guys have questions, we can check in on those after we do this exercise. So to kind of come full circle how we started, it's we're going to think about some of the like our biggest ambitions from episodes one and two. So dream big. Uh, you, there's no wrong answers. You can achieve anything that you want to achieve. I know you believe that. Um, so so first you're going to write down what you would like regarding money. Uh, there's no dream that's too big. Do you want $200,000 in a comfy living? Uh, $200,000 a year. Do you want that just... In your bank account, do you want to make $5,000 a month? Do you want to make $500 a month? Write down whatever you'd like regarding money. Okay. So, and this has to be a quantitative amount. I mean... No, it doesn't. Okay, so it doesn't have to be any particular... If you want a comfortable lifestyle, if you want a, a working 23 hours a week lifestyle, if you want a lifestyle that affords you to have a family, that's fine. If you want a lifestyle where you can live on your own and travel the world or not work from home, that would be another great example. Stick that and write that down. When you have that, and I don't know if you actually need to write this. Maybe you can just think about this. But when you have that uh, sentence or two or your thoughts regarding money, close your eyes and imagine when you have that what will having that do for you? Do you feel so close? Let's try Let's close our eyes, maybe. Okay. Can you do this with closing your eyes? So you, you imagine what you want regarding money. When you have that, what would you have? What will having that do for you? For example, what good things come from having that? Where, when, and with whom do you want this? How will you know? when you have it what will be happening in your life how will you feel inside physically and emotionally how will having this affect other as aspects of your life with your family with your partners 
do you think you might lose anything? And if so, can you imagine having this in your life without losing that thing? Now, when you're clear on what you want, take a moment to imagine yourself having that and see yourself from the outside, like you're someone across the street looking at you. Now, now imagine stepping into that new version of you and feel what it's like to be inside of that. Look through your eyes, breathe, and take a breath. That was, so that was like a visualization example. Okay. How'd that feel? Tell me, do okay. you want to share Can anything I that you thought about? Yeah, okay. please. So something that's important to me is I don't necessarily need to be some hugely rich, like wealthy person in order to be happy. Because what makes me happy are things like family, uh, are things like travel, and then also being able to chase opportunity. So my whole thing was a comfortable lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And like some of the things I aspire are a little bit more material, like being able to have a home in the city. I know uh, my boyfriend and I would love to be able to live in a city because we love the idea of being able to just step outside of our door and walk to a lot of amenities uh, that it's not necessarily we have to hop in a car and drive everywhere and that uh, we love the idea of having lots of people around us um, and opportunities to meet new people and do new things. So having a home in the city, also being able to travel freely, that's something that um, I just like going to new places and seeing new things. And that's I've been fortunate enough to travel a lot, even around the U.S., but being able to travel, you know, to places in Europe or to places in South America, things like that are, uh, I think, just would help round out my life and create a f- fulfilling life. And then something else is I believe a lot in education, as you guys know, uh, those that are regular and listen to the podcast. And being able to have funds that I don't have to worry about how I would uh, – how I would find like my kids education or if I wanted to go back and educate continue to educate myself I think those are things that I would love to have encompassing like a comfortable lifestyle and what that gives me is just freedom and it gives me uh opportunity because I know right now thinking about living paycheck to paycheck there's a lot of worry that goes into that and a lot of energy putting in put into planning and double checking things on your phone like your bank account and whatnot and then also feeling like oh there's going to be a lot of trade-offs in if I want to go to this vacation on this vacation or go to a new place to explore there's a lot of trade-offs that happen uh in other parts of my life Uh, and that could even come down to say you want to follow your passion which doesn't in the beginning have a lot of money in it or you could follow a job that you're not as passionate about, but there is a lot of money for you to go chase those other things. Oftentimes I find I chase my passion versus chasing the money and just uh, kind of believe in my heart that those other things will come if I stick with it. Um, But I think once I get there and I have that comfortable lifestyle, it gives me peace of mind to not focus energy on things that are draining but focus my energy on things that I'm hoping will fill up my tank um and then 
thinking about how I would feel. I just think I would feel a lot more relaxed, like I could breathe a little bit easier, um, because I do have that freedom to, one, take care of myself and then take care of those that I love around me. I don't know if I did the exercise right or if I was just doing my own thing, but... <laughs> that wasn't... We didn't even get to the change pattern. That was, like, the prelude to the change pattern. Okay. Um, but I just want to say thank you for sharing all of that with us. That was really powerful. I could feel that coming from you and radiating, and I I hope it was helpful for you, too. Yeah, it was helpful. Of, oftentimes, money, because I know that right now in my life, it's pretty scarce, not in a way that it's like, oh my gosh, how am I going to live day to day? Mm-hmm. But it's not something of abundance. You, I don't always want to look at it. It's like I, I make a plan of like I sit down and this is how I need to conduct myself. Money-wise, like for the month, get things laid out. But then it's not something I want to keep ruminating on. I'm like, okay, put that off to the side. <laughs> because it can be a stressor. Mm-hmm. So that was a way to look at it without feeling actually stressed actually feeling good so thank you i uh i thought it was what i know when i did it some of my ambitions like when it gets to that you know who do you do you lose someone and it was weird because like initially i had thought about that i'm like oh you know i might lose you know, I might lose someone along the way. And then the next words are like, you know, imagine doing that in your life and not losing someone. And I'm like, okay, I guess I can see that too, you know? Yeah. And so that was really important to me to think that you don't have to give anything up to achieve what you want to achieve. True. And I think also there's a way to think about it. You might lose somebody for the moment. Like say you're planning a big trip and not everybody can go on this trip but it doesn't mean they might not be able to ride with you for the next time or there might be something else they can ride along with you for. Mm-hmm. So think of the al- the other alternatives of how those that you feel, oh, man, they might just, like, fall off the wagon altogether. Think of how they- that you would be able to include them in other aspects of your life. One thing I didn't mention that uh, when when you're doing some of these change patterns that it takes like a little time to set in. Although I feel like when we were reading it, I feel like it kind of, you know, you're in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'd be interested to see if you think of uh, any, see any changes over the next couple days or weeks. We'll check back in on that. Um, are, do we have any... Let's check. Any write-ins? Yeah. Let me ask, do you want to do an actual, like, walk-through change pattern? Yeah, let's do it. How's that feel for you? You all right if we do that on air? Cool. Um, I'm excited. This one, uh, it's going to require you to stand up. And you're supposed to have five sheets of paper with you. Uh, There's supposed to be, if you have like printer paper, it's probably the best. But whatever you got, we'll work with it. Um, And and we'll just do the rundown of it right now. Okay? Okay. So should I be standing up or can we pretend? I feel like you gotta. You, you mind standing up? Okay, I feel I'm, like, I'm with it. I'll tell you what, we'll do. We'll do the uh, steps, one one through five pieces of paper, and then 
you're supposed to kind of iterate through those a couple of times, and we just won't do that part. All right. Okay. okay so this is uh, working through a, a brain sequence of creating neurological associations that have become automatic and disrupting those. So you have five pieces of paper. Run on one of them. Write what you want. So that was kind of like the first thing you did. That could be $200,000 a year Mm -hmm. and a comfortable lifestyle. That could be $50,000 a year. That could be working your butt off all the time. Whatever that is, uh, write that down. Okay. On the remaining three pieces of paper, you're going to have a a plus one. You're going to have a plus two and a plus three. Oh, I think I skipped one. Oh, I'm sorry. And then on your last piece of paper, or your second piece of paper, write your current situation. Okay. So you have your desires or what you want to achieve on one piece of paper. You have your current situation on another piece of paper. And then on the remaining three pieces of paper, you have a plus one, a plus two, and a plus three. You feel me? I'm feeling you. I'm with you. All right. So for our video viewers, you can kind of see how we're going to lay them out. You're going to have your current experience in spot one. Then you're going to have about a a foot away from that, you're going to have your plus one. You're going to have your plus two, your plus three. And then at the very end is what you want, right? So basically, you're going to kind of be walking like this is your paper brick road. Your paper brick road. I did this exercise and then I saved all these things too. So you only have to rip stuff out of your notebook once. I feel like I should have a little dog with me. To help you out? You know, you will, you can and will have people with you on your, on your journey. Yeah. So wherever you're starting, you're going to have your current experience. Then you're going to have a plus one. Let's spread these out a little bit more. You got to do a little bit, a little bit of walking, like maybe over the course of uh, 10 feet. Yeah, yeah. So your current experience, your plus one, your plus two, and your plus three. All right. We got it down. I you, hope you guys got yours down. They do. <laughs> so you're going to start. This is, this is like breakthrough, podcasting, Facebook living. <laughs> I've never seen anybody do anything like this where we really care about you guys. And we want to see you have some fun, too. If you do this, will you send us a picture of you doing it because we'd love to see that we worship you guys and we just cherish all of your comments so you're going to start your current experience as you step onto this current experience you stepped onto it uh, notice your current situation so basically you're envisioning uh, however you feel and however you are now it's probably very familiar in fact it's old news but at one point it was an important first step so take a minute to appreciate where you are now as, as part of your progression. As you recall how it has been up until now, notice how things looked and sounded, sounded and felt when this was what was happening in your current position. Notice how your body felt, your posture, your breathing, your inner dialogue, your inner monologue. Notice your conditions of your life and, that seem to come along with it. Notice what you are believing and who you are being in the midst of all of that. This is an experience that is on its way out. In fact, it has already reached its completion. That's why you're here now today. Or it wouldn't be motivated to make this change. So appreciate it for what it was and know that you will be okay. 
In fact, that completion and that okayness is pulling the next step towards you, even as you move towards it, just as when you're finished letting out a breath, there is an instinctive pull to bring in that next breath, isn't there? So when you're ready, take your step to plus one. As you step on to plus one, notice the first thing that has begun to shift on the way to the new experience that you want. Notice how things look and how they feel. When things are mostly the way they've been, but they're beginning to be signs of what you want to show up. Notice how your body feels and your posture and your breathing and when you're starting to have elements appear of what you want. What is the inner dialogue that you have now? Notice the conditions of your life that reflect what you want are beginning to show up. And finally, notice what you are believing and who you are being when the first signs of what you want are there now. As that begins to become familiar, you may become aware that the next step is already pulling you forward. Just as when one foot makes solid contact with the ground, the other foot is already moving ahead. And so as you are ready, you may now step to plus two. As you step to this spot, notice what it is like when you're experiencing some of how it used to be and some of what you want now in equal measure, halfway between what was and what will be both present, both possible, both available. Notice how things look and sound and feel when you are experiencing elements of both how it had been and how it is becoming. Notice what you say to yourself as you notice this place is already passing as you step, is already moving you toward, towards your next spot, plus three. Step there when you're ready. As you step into that spot, notice what it is like when the new experience that has begun emerging is now your predominant experience and the way that it had been up until recently is fading into completion. Notice how there are only vestiges and remnants of how things were passing as all things do and leaving increasing space and attention to notice what it is like when what is mostly present is your emerging desired experience. Notice how things look and sound and feel when you are experiencing so much of what you want. Notice what you say to yourself as it becomes time for that last for that emerging reality to become fully present, moving you onto your next marker and into the full realization of what you want. You may now step to the what you want. Now that you have fully stepped into what you want, Take a moment to appreciate fully the experience of this. Notice how things look here. Notice how things sound. Notice how things feel emotionally, energetically, in your body. Notice your posture and your breathing. Notice even how things smell and taste in this new reality. Allow yourself the grace of having what you have created now. Breathe into your belly Allow this to soak into the fabric of your being. When you have had ample time to appreciate and marinate in that experience, step off the marker and walk around for a little bit. Just walk in random places around the room. No linear line. You're mixing it all up. Now... Uh, in here, you're supposed to do this a couple more times. You would do it three more times with my fast guidance. And then you would do it ten more times on your own, just briefly stepping in each space. 
with each each interval in between, you go and you walk a different pattern. And through this, you're breaking through mental roadblocks. Got it. It's a way to physically have you move through the process. Absolutely. Involving all of the senses. I how, love it. How did you feel about doing that? That actually was really interesting because as I was moving to each stage, as I was standing there, I felt my my hands like even clenched like at the bottom of like my jacket uh-huh. holding my hands and as I was moving forward and you're saying you know let some of that stuff go um recognize where you're at in the moment and imagine like how you feel how your posture is I started noticing notice some of those things mm. and I I was like oh I need I do need to kind of let go so relax a little bit and by the end I had my hands like unclenched and breathing nice and deep and yeah. And your posture's upright and your breath's better. Yeah, it was really interesting. And even imagining myself, just imagining how I would feel in that moment and what exactly I wanted to be doing, I think was key because it made it more real. It wasn't just, I want to live in a comfortable lifestyle, which is very vague and out there. But even as I was moving through, it was like, you know, at this point, if I'm truly moving through this process and being successful, it's at this point, I feel great about taking a nice vacation once a year with, you know, some planning. And then by Mm -hmm. the end, it was like, I know every year I can take a vacation and it's not pinching pennies. I've already have set up systems and I know my tools that I have in order to have like stash that away. Uh, Same thing with where I want to live. I'm living in a place that is my own personal choice and not necessarily out of necessity. And all of that, it was weird to just imagine it, but I did feel different. Mm -hmm. That's how it felt for me too. I think that when you go and you didn't complete the exercise, Mm -hmm. there's a few more times to do it. But before you take this or when you take this home or whenever you decide to do it, take a moment and write down more financial goals. Yeah. You know, I want to make this much money by this date. Like those smart goals, but just about money. You know, so I want to make X amount of money by this and it can be different things too right like i said earlier you know i have money i want to make at the pop shop there's money i want to make through the pop ride or the web application then there's money i want to make by selling some some things around my house yeah and so you have a date certain with all those things and you have you know a financial goal that's tied to that so then when you're in your current experience thinking about how you're going to achieve those down the road there's something that's more specific because it's actionable in yes. actionable because yes. you went super long term here and i'm not saying that's a bad thing but i'm saying i think that with more concrete uh goals and intermixing some short-term ones too that it would become even more powerful how you right. achieve financial prosperity quickly yeah hey i want you guys to put down on our page or in the comments of this video, put down what are some of the goals that you're thinking about trying to achieve. We'd love to see them um, and celebrate with you those small wins along the way of moving towards those goals. That would be great. Um, But other than that, we don't have much homework for you. Usually we give you some homework. There's not much homework. Uh, How are we doing on time? I think we're great. We're good on time. Can I say that when I did this exercise, 
I felt like going from my current experience to step one, I envisioned rock climbing, like I was climbing mountains, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm right hand up the next one, I'm like starting to look down, but it's just like a sheer cliff, and I'm on the cliff, and I'm looking up. And it was crazy. And then, but immediately, like, by the time I got to the plus two, I realized that, you know, I had a long road ahead of me, but the road behind me was steep, whereas what was ahead of me was just, like, a gradual long increase. And by the time I was at three, I felt like I could basically, like, I was knocking at the door of my achievements. And then I felt amazing, obviously, at at the end of the experience. And this isn't to say that I'm going to make and meet every financial goal that I set for myself, but it that's that's not really what matters because as you go through more and more of these exercises, you're learning more about yourself. And I discovered new opportunities. You know, I'd be standing on plus two and I'd be like, oh, well, these are my financial goals and I want to achieve them. Well, here's how I can do that. Like things just started kind of coming to me, you know? Yeah. And... I am, I I guess maybe I'm just kind of a spiritual person or maybe because I'm, I'm a Virgo and I like new experiences or, or stuff like that. But I really believe in like the power of thought and training and reworking your mind and working smarter, not harder. Like if we're talking about willpower, you're probably pounding your head on the table trying to get your willpower to do something for you. And you're looking at this like, oh, this is silly. This is just going to take five minutes of your time. And it involves no head pounding at all. <laughs> Great. So you might as well give it a, whir- a whirl if, if willpower is not doing it for you. And honestly, you're not always going to have sheer willpower that carries you through or just sheer internal motivation. That ebbs and flows. So I think that doing exercises like this is just another tool that you can use to kind of keep yourself going if you feel like you're falling off track. Yeah. I It would mean the world to me if just one of you guys that was tuning in today or that listens to this after the fact would just take a moment to to do this exercise. That would mean that w- that's my only goal. That would mean the world to me. Oh, and it, uh, we might have gotten disconnected there. No, we're good. Okay, that energy was feeding, feeding <laughs> what was going on. Um, if you were watching our live stream, it would mean the world to us if just one of you would go and try this and let us know how it made you feel. Yeah, most definitely. And the other thing that I want you guys to let us know is. Tell us if you want us to continue on doing a few more exercises in future episodes. And also let us know what other things you want to see from us. Uh, Because next week we'll be taking a break due to uh, the holidays coming up. Uh, So it gives you time to catch up on past episodes. And also gives you time to catch up on other uh, podcasts that are on the TCP network. Because there's a lot of great content that uh, we've been pushing out there. Make sure you're uh, looking at the TCP Facebook group, the cultured, the cultural, cultured professional. Woo! Uh, it's the holidays. Um, check them out on Facebook. They're broadcasting all of the podcasts that are on the podcast network, and they just updated their accounts with Spotify and with Anchor, with iTunes. Um, check them out. Give them a like. Uh, if you like our podcast, make sure you check out the 
the podcast online, whatever your favorite platform is. Give us a review there. Give us a review in this Facebook page. Share some love with us. Tell one friend that you learned about us and that you want them to learn from us too. Awesome. So until next time, you know, check us out. Do some of that homework, and we'll catch you on the other side. Stay popping. Bye.